Hey guys, welcome back to the Everyday Experts podcast. I am your host, Isabella Engler, here with Patrick Morasco and Ben Pearson. We're going to talk a little bit today about post-grad, what that's looked like for us, some of the benefits and difficulties. Um, we've kind of made a little timeline, and we're just going to talk a little bit about each subcategories within them. But we're going to start off with graduation, because that's kind of when this obviously started for us and to our audience, who we hope is listening, people our age, that's probably when it started for them too. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about graduation and what that looked like after. Yeah, so um, graduation was a huge inflection point in everyone's lives, right? You have friends that are either going to law school, going into jobs all around the country, and it's a huge shock. That's that's what I remember. As soon as I got that diploma and you know it set in, we were in our gowns, I was like, man, my, my life's about to dramatically change. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely a rush of emotions. Hmm, absolutely. Yeah, and continuing like our first few episodes here, just continuing like the the segment on going through college and, and leaving. Like graduation is, you know, the pivotal moment, like Pat said, and it's exciting. But there's obviously a lot of things that you're concerned about, and a lot of things that you really don't even think about. Mm-hmm. That in the next few weeks, and the months, and you know, year after, you really have new things on your radar that you never really considered in college. So right. for me, with graduation as well, it was like a turning point because you realize that everything that you work towards is now come to kind of an end. And then you're going to bring that over into your new life Mm post-grad, but also so is everyone around you. And that might mean, you know, with you, wherever you're staying or wherever you're going to be, or they are taking that with them and they're Mm -hmm. going their separate ways. That was like a really real moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's again, it's again, a very similar feeling like, uh, when you first go to college, right? You have no idea what to expect. Um, and you know going into your career mm-hmm. the, you know what was funny for me is like some people like uh like your boyfriend started work a month after graduating right. and i started you know in august a couple months so i had like another summer but right um I and then two weeks i remember coming yeah you started two insane. weeks after yeah. that was so quick mm-hmm. i remember like coming and seeing seeing mike and isabella they're like their whole um their whole vibe had changed a little <laughs> bit very very uh very more, a lot more professional seeming yeah. And I was—I remember we went to dinner at uh, Moxie's, a little restaurant around in Dallas. Oh yeah. And it was—it was a shock. I was like, "Man, this is a change," but it's a good change, and I, yeah. I, I liked it. I felt very um, professional esque, mm. and uh, it was a good—it was a good, uh, good realization that I had. I, I think for the first major concern on my mind, right after graduation, it was like so exciting, great, great culmination of our, of a, like our group, our studies, like our time in college, was. People are leaving. People are getting busy. How are we going to maintain those friendships in college where we saw each other every day, probably mm-hmm. every other day for some of us. Yeah, literally. And that friendship was just really centric around like social life and like activities outside of class. Like, yeah, some studying too, but that was all going away. Right. And we were all going into the workforce. Some people mapping out across the country. Some of yeah, our best yeah. friends going to California to North Carolina, back to Florida, like New York, New York. were spread to the wind. Um, and I was worried, like, how are we going to keep our group together? And luckily, we still had a strong segment staying in the Dallas area. Yeah. But how have you guys felt that we've done, you know, obviously staying in touch with people? And what do you think people can do better about yeah. maintaining those relationships? Yeah. So a huge thing is, obviously, we all have a, a group chat that we use. And, you know, obviously, texts in that group chat have dramatically decreased. Right. Like, there's right, probably right. a text oh, a yeah. month, which is kind of sad. 
even in the Dallas one, you know, people are somewhat reluctant mm-hmm. to respond. Like I'll text, Hey, anyone want to do anything this weekend, but people be busy, you know, on a Sunday getting ready for work on Monday or, you know, sometimes we've got Friday night and there, it takes a lot to recover on Saturday. So, right. you know, you know, I think a huge thing is to be very, you know, keep your levels of communication up. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid to send a ton of texts because these are your best friends from college, you know? Right. Sometimes people are like, ah, I don't need to respond. But, like, if you respond, it just helps the overall feeling and vibe of the friend group. And, yeah. you know, also a big thing that, like, I went when I, for Halloween. I went to New York City um, to visit some of our friends um, that live there. And that was great. It was great to meet Catherine, not meet, but uh, see Catherine and uh, Corinne again. And, you know, to know and reassure that that really strong friendship bond is still there yeah i think maintaining relationships outside of college has just the what it looks like is so different because you could be walking to class or you know everyone's in such a condensed area when you're in school that you can just go easily to do things whether it's going to the grocery store or to a local bar it really it's super easy but when people start to spread out and then have very different schedules. It's right. so mm-hmm. hard to line up. I think what I've realized, what like what we did last night with Friendsgiving was great. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all made it a plan and to schedule are. something and we yeah. did it. Yeah. But I think without that, it's so difficult now yeah, to... Like Friendsgiving, we had a reason. Right. Yeah. And last and year we did, when we did it, it was awesome. Everyone's like so pumped for it this year. Exactly. And we did it at Sam's house, which was even more of an incentive But things to have to be more planned now. Yeah. Like yeah. things so, have to be planned out. I think so two, two things on that. It used to be kind of hard to plan things in college. Oh, yeah. Because everybody was, like, all out and about. There were different activities so going, on, going on. So many things to do. So many places to go. Um, I actually almost think that it's it's easier to put one big thing on the calendar now. Oh, yeah. yes. Right? Because sure. everybody and their work life is different. But everyone's also really excited to, to reconnect and to, you know, touch base. Like, we hadn't been together as one big group of friends in, in months, it felt like. Mm-hmm. So since I guess homecoming that would have been, yeah. yeah. And now it's like, hey, you if you're intentional about getting people together and you have a reason, like people are gonna be there, right? Yeah. right? Like we we had a, a sushi night Pat put on a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was awesome. Sushi chef Pat, like mm-hmm. you put something on on someone's calendar, like in, in their mind, and say, hey, like let's let's get after this and let's get together. Like, they're gonna do it. So so that's exciting yeah. that I got yeah. post grad. And the second thing is. I just think that the overall timeline of what friendship looks like now is different. Oh, totally. And I think we're all readjusting to that. Because, like, it used to be, oh, if I don't see somebody for a week, wow, that's a really long time. Mm -hmm. And now it's, like, a lot of us travel for work. It's, like, I haven't seen you in a month. But it's, like, that's almost the new normal. Yeah. There's also a lot of growing that goes on personally after school, like, personal growth and, like, learning who you are. And so being intentional, like you were saying, is super important. How has that been for you guys after school? being intentional just in everything right yes yeah. personally and with people around you mm-hmm. well i think that the the driver for the need to be more intentional comes from the change in schedule in college like everyone your schedule is so loose mm-hmm. now everyone's schedule is so defined right you go to work monday through friday you know 8 a.m to 5 p.m or maybe more right and you have to fit everything around work Right. Where, whereas in college, you know, you go to class for two, three hours a day. You have two hours of homework. So five hours of your day are taken. Mm-hmm. And you can shift around two hours of that because they're homework to whatever right. you want. Exactly. So only three hours are really taken out of your day. Yeah. Only on five days a week, too. Right. Um, so you have to be really intentional about scheduling things in advance because that helps everyone prepare for mm-hmm. that get-together or whatever event you're doing. Um, you know, letting everyone know beforehand is, is, is key, in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
intentionality is just a great topic to talk about, especially mm-hmm. as you're getting into your new job. Because you need to be intentional about about everything that you do now because mm-hmm. it will completely get thrown out the window because you're going to be overwhelmed in your first job no matter what it is, right? So you're going to be swamped. Exactly. Swamped. So, so I think it starts with the basics. It's like put in your mind what you want to get done that you wouldn't otherwise do unless you make time for it. Right. So Exercise, true. eating, honestly, guys, like this is the funniest thing. Like if you're working from home or even if you're going into an office, like it's really tough sometimes. You just get so busy and you forget to eat. Yeah, I've started to make lunch before exactly. work yeah. every night. Es- be <laughs> intentional, especially being virtual, dude. Because right. no one knows when you're going to eat. You have you tell one person, "Oh, I'm going to eat," and then another person will be like, "Hey, can you do this for me real quick? I need it in the next hour." And right. you're like, "Uh, <laughs> right. when am I going to fit in lunch?" Yeah, you know. So, I, so I, that's, it comes that's key down to literally. Have. It starts with the basics, like exercise, eating yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. and then you know it depends on your work schedule. Some people, you know, have a more traditional eight to five. Some people work sporadically. Some people work late. Uh, and you can't see people that you would like to, like friendships and, and relationships. Yeah. So like know that you have a night on the week that you want to see people and go out of your way to do it. Yeah. Be intentional about who you want to see and when you want to see them. And, yeah. and do what honestly, you want to do. Have a plan. Like sh- shift up what you're doing. Don't do the same thing every week because you're oh, doing the yeah. same thing at work every week for a lot of people, and it's really good to get variety, especially on weekends. Yeah, It's so hard to because like you like to touch on what both of you guys said, when you're in school – you know your schedule so well. So you're like, yeah, I have a 10 to 12.30 or I have a three to four, whatever. You're like, I can work out in the mornings before this class. I know I can catch up on mm-hmm. homework at this time. But when you have literally eight to five, eight to six, seven, however long you're at work for, doing the most basic things like grocery shopping, cooking yeah. dinner, catching up with my roommate recently has been a bit difficult. Cleaning. Yeah. yeah. You're like, things are just fl- it's such an literally getting so left behind. Yeah. And then you're realizing, you're like, oh, it's been four days since I worked out last. I, I like, yeah. it's just all, it gets so mixed up. So I, that's something I've noticed with my, my personal experience working. It's right. just been yeah. keeping up with myself and then yeah. other people on weekends. It's like, yeah, so much because you want to, you want to treat your career as the priority, which it yeah. should be. It should be. But you also want to keep your people like yeah. you want to yeah. make time for everything yeah, else you need to you need to keep up with your health and your and your and, and your um i think that's a really really good that. segue about how in college everyone's like oh this is your time to adjust this is this is your time <laughs> to figure out how to live on your own and have all those responsibilities but it's night and day night and day. Uh, between working it right because so different. you have so much time in college and there's so many resources and like you know maybe your parents are still there to help out either finance you know financially uh, or you have a dining hall, so it's like you're not completely on your own. Yeah. And then you go to work, and it's just a whole new ball game. I mean, it's it's fundamentally different because you're working yes. all day, and then you have maybe three nights a week that you can actually do any errands. Right. Yeah. So, like, what's an example of like an errand that you guys had that you just you pushed off that you like literally oh, didn't grocery do for, like, shopping? Oh, absolutely. Grocery shopping. I need to go to Target so bad all the time. I literally at yeah, the end of the week, I'm like, or that or dry cleaning. Oh, oh dry my God. The huge. amount of work clothes that I could be wearing, but I simply can't because they, yep. they've been sitting yeah. in my laundry bag for yeah. three weeks. Well, yeah, we can, we can literally walk to the dry cleaners. <laughs> I did. And we don't on, do it. On Friday, like, I had, yeah. I, I had like, easy like, morning oh, over. so far. You just, just, you're just it, exhausted after These things after are so little, yeah. but they get absolutely they left behind. My biggest one is like, I don't think I went ghost shopping for a month and a half, two months. Because I, I was traveling for work. I was I was like out of Dallas and then I was like, you know, visiting family and then by the time I got back, it's like, man, I, I didn't have a single thing here to eat. Yeah. Yep. So it was like every, every other day <laughs> I was like, Hey me. Pat, like can I can <laughs> I have some of this? Are you like, cooking something? Like 
<laughs> Can you cook a little extra? Back and out a little more. Yeah. Uh, so that's another good example of like, dude, lean on your roommates, lean on your friends yeah, to help yeah, you out. Totally. I would not get through yes. like, you know, the week to week if, if I didn't have like a great roommate to, to help. So like find people to get you through yeah. that. Whether that's like a neighbor or a friend or a coworker. Too. Yeah, Literally exactly. Mary and I have made it our mission like a Sunday reset. Like yeah. we'll do laundry, we'll clean our rooms in our apartment and go yeah. run our errands. But during the week, it's like we have work, we have dinner, and then yeah. that is it. Yeah. And, and, you know, you have to take measures to help yourself out. Like, for instance, the gym that I go to is right by the grocery store. Pat goes to the gym. Yeah. Pat lifts. I don't know if you guys heard. <laughs> yeah, you guys, come on. Uh, um, whoa, chill. Um, but, yeah, so right after workout, I go to the grocery store. I get the groceries that I need. Takes an extra, you know, whatever, minute and a half to get over there. And I, it all of a sudden, I'm t- making, I'm knocking, I'm killing two birds with one stone, mm. which is awesome. It helps me so much. So... I have been introduced to Instacart and Amazon Ooh. Groceries. Oh, Amazon is, Groceries. Yeah. Amazon Groceries, that's a thing. It is Whole Foods, yeah. Oh, shit. So, anyways, Holy cow, it has Whole Foods? Yeah, it, Jeff Bezos bought Whole Foods. Oh, yeah, he's a boy. <laughs> yeah. You guys know what I'm what, doing for Yeah, yeah what, what doesn't that guy own? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Elon. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Elon kind of owns him. Um, but basically, yeah, use tools. Order Instacart. I, I like it. I, okay, I'm going to gonna try this. There's like a little the fee. Amazon like, groceries. Or Amazon groceries. Yeah, how much more expensive is it? It's like, a, like maybe a 10 buck delivery fee sometimes. Oh, really? But you can, you can waive that if you like get a membership. So. Oh, oh, that's sick. Yeah. I'll have to look that, into that. Yes. So, Absolutely. All right, so. So, you know, maintaining your time and your schedule, that's like a little responsibility. But, but there's so There are more. so many more responsibilities. Yeah. Literally the first week you start work. And I don't know if you guys had this too. You just get smacked with like, here's insurance. Mm-hmm. Here's our our healthcare plan. Here yeah. is like your retirement. Your retirement. Yeah. Here's the salary you'll make, but minus this much because of taxes. And then yeah. you're sitting there like, oh my God, mom. Like, yeah, how do, I, how do I do like, this? Yeah. And you have to do it quick, man. Like right. I didn't even know, but when I was doing my you know retirement account stuff, there's like a whole hierarchy of how you have to put money into mm-hmm. it, right? So you put in first year, you're supposed to put in your 401k up to employer match. Mm-hmm. Then you put it into your Roth IRA, which is separate from your firm that you set up with Fidelity or Vanguard or another broker. And then you put it, and then you, if you have leftover, you go to your Roth IRA, mm-hmm. or I mean a 401k after your Roth. And then you, when, if you max that out, then you go to health savings and then regular IRA and then regular brokerage account. It's like, you're getting overloaded. Yeah, you're and, getting overloaded. Yeah. Like, and that took so long to fi- figure, for me to you, figure out. you're graduating. Your parents took care of this for you, and you're just getting overloaded with all this information. Yeah. You're like, okay, yeah. here's this percent of my paycheck that'll go into this account that I know literally nothing about. Right. Yeah. Cool. Like, it's And super... then you have to manage all of it. You yep. get an email right. every once in a while, like, but, hey, you need to re-elect your benefits for the next year. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you need to choose your allocation of assets for your 401k. You're like... What? I had a hard time <laughs> with right. that. I so really I, did. Yeah. I, I think the best way to go about that is take a deep breath. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry. Uh, Everyone's going through it. I, I, you know, I, I didn't really know much about any of that, right? Like, and, and lucky, like a lot of us are going through it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just getting, you know, starting yeah. work, so, so we, we can help we, each we other. We talk to each other through it. Um, a lot of companies have, you know, a financial resource you can talk to. Oh yeah, HR oh, yeah. too. And and if you you talk to HR, there's plenty of people at your, at your work specifically that know better. And and even not like there's a bunch of free resources online to take to right. get to your yeah. Of, there's yeah. there's great YouTube videos and, and something like that. So setting up your 401k, your Roth IRA, um, and a lot of people have debt coming out of college yeah. that oh, yeah. that their parents were yeah. in charge of or their parents had an eye on and they really weren't as aware of, uh, and then that gets passed over and they accrue that debt and yeah. and it's not really yeah. on their radar. So 
you know, have that conversation early and often, like with your parents, if, if you're yeah. going to be having debt payments for it, because it, it comes into effect, like yes. I think two years after graduation. Yeah. And we have a friend that works in mortgage refinancing and he, and that's a huge, you know, debt is a huge thing that goes into your credit score. Talking to oh him, I realize how important your credit score is. Don't even get me started. It is crazy. I, these things. A like, couple points can save you like hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on your, when you buy your first house. My biggest piece of advice for anyone who's about to graduate or even, I don't know, even who we're talking to like about this, but go talk to your parents, like literally go have a conversation. I needed to go sit down with them. I'm like, tell me about credit score. Tell me about health insurance. Mm. Tell me about my taxes. What, where's my money going? Like I had, I mean, I started my job and then they hit me with all this stuff. And then after the fact, I think a few months later, I was like, okay, can you guys tell me where my money's going? Because I really don't know. Right. I I know I'm making this much a year, but I'm only getting this much in my paycheck. So like, where's the money going? Mm -hmm. Am I keeping up with everything I have to pay for? Because and that's a good next topic is the cost of living when you graduate personally mm. changes so much. So much. Literally so yeah. much. You could have been paid because I, I mean, I'm, I'm salary, so I get on a biweekly schedule, I get paid. Yeah, same here. So like that second week before I get paid is like, we are mm. barely getting by. So yeah. spending money, going out with friends, getting right. dinner, as important as it is, like we talked about earlier, it's hard if you can't like afford it that yep. week. Yep. Right. Yep. So you're just so so the, right. The, be intentional about what you're doing. Yeah. Think exactly. about you know if you don't want to go out with friends, like have a night in, uh, or you know do cooking yeah. night, some of that. And, yeah. and the importance of a budget, building a budget, right. and following yeah. it routinely. I know you're really good at it. I'm not that good at it. I'm um, okay. I'm okay at it. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> as uh, rigorous about it as I should be. Probably. Packing lunches changes things. Yeah. If yeah. you do so, work in the office, that's the let, big let, way. Let's circle back to something about like bi-weekly pay like mm-hmm. there's so many things that hit now at the beginning of the month yeah that you just didn't use to like so yes. you, know, you have your credit cards you have your rent um, utilities you have your utilities you maybe have subscriptions for like streaming or other yep. services That's crazy so um if those are all hitting at about the same time of the month like go into your accounts and and see if you can a lot like realign when some of those yep. are hitting mm-hmm. i know for mine i have like one of my credit cards is at the beginning of the month one of them's in the middle of the month so that way that's like different pay cycles so yeah. i can i can use that differently mm-hmm. And then if you find yourself like in a situation where like you have enough money, but like the cycle of, of when those expenses are hitting is difficult, like, you know, look at getting a, a credit card that, that has a good limit and, and you know, use that credit, yeah. make sure you're paying the that statement in full. A lot. But yeah. I think the biggest takeaways here are like, you know, look at your 401k in your retirement early and often, talk to your parents about all the stuff as well just said. Uh, and then, you know, look at a new credit card that you think yes. is going to help you like Obviously, right. you'll get you get a higher limit, and yeah. then Pat's really good about talking about your utilization for that. Yeah, so with with uh, credit cards, like in you know keeping your credit score up, you, you're not really supposed to send, spend more than thirty percent of your credit limit on your card, or else your your uh, credit score takes a hit every right. month. Right. And so you you might need two or three credit cards to spread that out and keep it, or you're repaying it every week or right. two weeks or something like that. Um, but there's also like credit cards out there that give you really good benefits that I think should be taken advantage of. Like some, like yeah. you can have a credit card, like for example, my American Express, I get really good cash back on groceries and gas. Same. Okay. So I use that card for that. Mm-hmm. Then I have another credit card that I get really good benefits for like streaming services, utility providers, and just a general better, you know, 2% versus a 1% right. cash back. So that's what I use for everything else. Yeah. And, um, you know, taking taking advantage of those um, benefits is, right. you know, over time, 
helps a lot. Two things on that. One, I didn't realize until after school, maybe this was just me, that not all credit cards are taken everywhere. So Mm -hmm. now that I have an Amex now, that's not taken everywhere. So I have a visa now. Um, Also going off that, you can benefit so much if you get, um, let's say you fly Southwest all the time. Yeah. Getting a visa from Southwest changes so much. Yeah. Your flights are Like you get a lot of benefits in return. I didn't realize that until very late. I mean, maybe I was just late to the game on that, but it's changed how I book flights, how I get points back. Like, so if you have, I don't know, I think that there's for pretty much anything you can get a credit card for. If there's something in particular, and this obviously is very, a very uneducated opinion on it because I don't know much about all that credit stuff. But if there's something that you're like Delta or if you have mm-hmm. like a company you use a ton, get a credit card for Yeah, from them. From yeah. them. You'll benefit a lot. Maybe we do a credit card pod. Maybe. Anyway. All right. So but yes. Cost of living is very higher. different. What what are some of the other just like random new responsibilities that you guys didn't foresee? I, I like I oh. you know, right now don't have a vehicle. You know, I was yeah. looking oh, about getting one. Right. This is I, big. I was trying to get into the, you know, look at, at buying uh, my first car and the market right now is too crazy. But upon talking to like a lot of you guys, like there's a lot that goes into that, yeah. especially like taking over insurance and then what else? Car yeah. Insurance? Well, when you buy a car, yeah, so another, another reoccurring payment that I make is my car loan payment, right? right. So that's another, you know, for me, it's a, s- a decent amount, 350 bucks. So that's like, Another thing that just builds up with right. our rent and all that. It's and pretty you have your crazy, insurance but and your not, Yeah, now you have insurance and it's it's a huge process. Like in college, you if you have a car there, you don't need, by law, you don't need to register your car in that state. But after 60 days or 90 days of living in another state, you're required to get your car registered or all of a sudden your insurance is void. So after that 90 day period, um, or, yeah. or it's when the insurance renews again, which is usually every six months. Right. So... Obviously, you need car insurance to drive. That's yeah. very uh, safe, uh, important to have. So I had to go through the process of reg- registering my car. I had to take my car to the dealership to get inspected. Right. It's a huge process that took a ton of time to figure out how to do. And, and responsibility navigate. to keep up with all of that. Yeah. Um, then you had to go to the tax collector's office or DMV. And I had to wait like an hour to get... Uh, to get helped and then you know they give you a new plate and you have to I need to get a new stickers plate. to put everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah um, so there's a lot there's yeah, a lot there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to think about a much on a very different scale um in terms of personal priorities the <laughs> sleep is so much more important to me now than it oh. was in college it's not even funny i feel like i live at the office because i i'm at the office late and then i like literally two hours three hours later go to bed and then you wake up and you're right back at the office so being able to make sure that you're like, <laughs> I don't know. I just had a really hard time managing like when I have to get up in the morning. If I want to work out before work, you're yeah. losing an extra hour of sleep and then you have to get ready and yep. look presentable. It's very different. Yeah. So sleep has been minuscule. Sleep, yes. <laughs> sleep should honestly be a priority for everyone. It's so vital to your health yeah. and your performance. You Especially know? if you're in the office. Yeah. I mean, if even if you're virtual, office, like you're yeah. just having to like keep yeah, up you don't and be on, on it. It's on a, so on a video hard. call or anything like that. That that's just the worst powering through. So I don't know what else. Uh, I think I think it's it feels overwhelming sometimes. It sounds overwhelming when you're all talking about it, um, but everybody does it, and that's the yeah. good news. Yeah, everybody, not, no one's alone. <laughs> everybody gets through it, yeah. and it's all just another transition period. Yeah, and everyone that 
has already got it figured out in the position above you or whatever they know what you're going through and they're gonna yeah. they're gonna understand that like absolutely okay this guy's going through a lot he just came out of college he's figuring everything out like we're gonna give him some leeway some some mm-hmm. time um obviously you want to be you know doing the best you can to yeah. figure everything right. out quickly like on the other make end everything of it, efficient but on the other end of it it's really cool to feel like you are responsible for like your own yeah, life yeah you don't have to cool. rely on anyone else right. to be yeah. doing what you're doing it's nice to be independent yeah, yeah. you're fully independent okay yeah. so our key takeaways from our podcast about postgrad life biggest one our first one maintaining relationships people near and far you know make sure that you're keeping up and in contact with the people you care about Second one being lifestyle changes, having some structure, make sure that you are keeping up with your personal life, um, maintaining yourself and wellness and all of that. And then last point is new responsibilities. You know, you're going to have a lot of different changes, but everyone's going with, through it too. And yep. oh, yeah, what else to say? <laughs> be in, be intentional. Yeah, be, be intentional. intentional. Really you recap. Be intentional. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is another episode of Everyday Experts. Peace. Peace.